This is the Only Human podcast from Community Radio 4 Z out of Brisbane, Australia. I'm happy to be called Irene, and uh, I am a singer-songwriter. Um, I uh, write a lot about uh, nature. Um, I I turn ordinary stories into Uh, little myths in my songs. Um, that's basically what I do. I was just listening to one of your songs a minute ago. You have a very lovely voice. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get involved in music? Uh, I got involved in music. Uh, well, when I was three, I uh, pointed on the television and saw someone uh, playing the violin and said to my mom, I would like to play that. Um, so I was a classical violinist first. Um, but uh, as I um, uh, kind of progressed through life, I decided to put more of my own narrative, my own experiences into music. And that kind of led me to composing and, and writing lyrics. So um, you're part of a, a, um, an upcoming event being held in Melbourne, which is celebrating deaf and disabled music makers. So why, yes. why are you part of this particular event? Yes, so this event is called Amplify, and uh, this showcase was basically curated for the Music Makers Mentorship Program uh, run by Arts Access Victoria. And this is their first year running this event Uh, it's spearheaded by the incredible Siobhan McGinnity, and I basically, um, at a friend's uh, recommendation, I decided to apply for this mentorship, and that was actually a huge step for me in, in recognizing my own disability, in, in feeling valid and secure in that, um, and it was everything I expected I wanted it to be and and more it exceeded my expectations um, because this mentorship is about giving um, specific considerate and and really empathetic support to deaf and disabled artists so that we can see what we are truly able to do when we have the adequate support mm. and I've, I've just been able to feel such pride in uh, the, the change that it's made to my career Um, and you know, I can I can show my friends um, the work that this has produced. Um, the mentorship program has a hugely diverse background of of disabilities, of cultures, uh, gender, sexuality. Every mentee and mentor pairing was tailor made, and I was matched up with my mentor Parvin, and we're we're such an incredible match because we both make music inspired by our language and culture and she really encouraged me to to play around with that even more and to to push it to um into ways that i didn't expect and at the same time uh such space and consideration was given by the program to talk about my uh access issues um to be supported adequately by by Parvin and everyone else Mm -hmm. um, What sort of activities did you do with Parvin? Yeah, so the we actually got very creative with our mentoring sessions. Um, we went to see a gig uh, as a session to just kind of analyze a live performance from a professional um, standpoint. Uh, we also play Bach together uh, just to feel that energy and connection when when making live music 
Um, she gave me heaps of guidance on, on how to uh, kind of uh, take those necessary steps in my career, like getting a website and uh, learning how to do interviews, um, practicing them with me. Uh, she's been incredible. Did, yeah. you, did you practice for this interview? <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I guess I wanted to know a little bit about the idea for the for the program that you're part of, and obviously this ant- event is the showcase for that. So why why was there a need for such a program? Yeah, so uh, this is the first year they're running this program, and uh, I was um, so blown away that I, I they keep running it because uh, they're well disabled and deaf artists experience a lot of challenges in the music industry, and on top of that, we're not really given a space to disclose that. Um, it's it's seen as kind of a, a faux pas or a little touchy to. Um, to ask someone when you meet them for the um, for the access requirements, mm. and in this mentorship program, uh, space was space was given for that. Consideration was given for that, and I think um, in in the industry there is such um, a, a culture of grind of um, taking those sick days because you're a musician and you have to push through and. Um, and make every gig and, and, you know, just really put yourself out there, mm. stay at the studio for, for hours. And that's already something that disabled, many disabled people can't even, can't do for themselves, let alone for someone else. So what about yourself? What, what sort of challenges have you faced trying to not only just play music, but also getting gigs for your music? Um, so I uh, struggle with chronic fatigue um, and mental health issues, uh, as well as um, like reoccurring chronic pain, and uh, that has uh, basically I need um, extra consideration and um, compassion when it comes to the timing of events. For example, um, if I'm asked to go to something. Uh, before 10, 10 a.m., I will really, really struggle um, because of my low energy in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, but that to someone else who I haven't uh, taken the time and given the space to, to disclose my accessibility requirements, that will sound like, oh, Irene's lazy. Uh, Irene doesn't get up before 10. Um, and that kind of... Uh, that kind of already shuts out a lot of doors for me. Mm. Yeah, so you have a disability mm-hmm. that is quite invisible, I suppose, so people don't see it in you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, which makes the the space for disclosing, for talking about um, accessibility all the more important. Because I think even um, people without disabilities could use that um, uh, that space to, to talk about some struggles that they have. Hmm, yeah. Now that you're part of this program, what advice do you have for, for other musicians with a disability out there who might like to uh, get their careers off the ground, I guess? Mm, mm, that's a great question uh, because when I started, I uh, definitely was floundering a bit of wondering where my career would go next. And I think the biggest lesson that I've come back to again and again 
um, is to take yourself seriously in all aspects, um, in in your craft and in your ability or disability. Um, I discussed this a lot with my mentor, but um, unknowingly and subconsciously, I shut myself out of a lot of opportunities because I didn't think I was a, a singer-songwriter. I was like, oh, well, I just, I mess around with this in, in my spare time and I enjoy it too much for it to be a real career. <laughs> and so I didn't do very uh, basic things like have a have a website and um, register for Apra Amco. That's really important. <laughs> uh, things like that. And, and same with same with my disability. Uh, if I hadn't taken myself seriously, I wouldn't have applied and I would have missed out on a, a program that very truly, without exaggeration, changed my life. Mm-hmm. So you've had the support of a mentor, but I guess in the in your life as a musician, have, have you had other supportive people that have helped you go down the music path? Mm, definitely. I think uh, it's so lucky when you when you meet a... Um, a good teacher, a good mentoring figure. Like, um, I remember my, uh, composition professor, Melody Erdwesch in university was incredible. And, um, uh, she kind of gave me new perspectives on, on my music. And we really pulled apart some of my insecurities, um, in the craft itself. Like, sometimes I will, keep pulling new tricks out of the hat because I'm I'm worried that my audience will will get bored. And she would say, like, that's that's enough. Like you don't need to keep pulling party tricks. I think it's really interesting that you have practiced or um you're a, a classical violinist, you were saying, and your song yeah. your song is quite um a pop song really, isn't it? Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, turned to um, songwriting as a as a way to uh, write down words because I, I'm very interested in language. I grew up with three different uh, Chinese dialects, and um, after moving to Australia when I was six, uh, kind of fell in love with English and everything that it can do, um, and when I write instrumental music, it kind of doesn't give me that opportunity. Uh, do you ever do you ever sing in your um, native tongue? <laughs> yes, I do, yeah. Um, I haven't written much in my native tongues, um, but I do sing in Mandarin when we go to karaoke. Karaoke. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> okay, so um, you sound like a very interesting person. You have a website? If you uh, would like to see more of my music, I'm at irenezong.bandcamp.com and that's Zong with Z-H-O-N-G. Um, that's probably where I would <laughs> direct people to. Okay, so even though we're playing this um, interview in Brisbane, so people can't go, unfortunately, can, do you want to tell <laughs> people who are listening more about the event and, and um, the groups that supported you? Uh, definitely. So... The event, you can find out more at artsaccess.com.au and if you click on the What's On tab there, you can find out the specific times. Um, as for people who supported me, I really have to give a shout out to um, Kate Dishaquil, who uh, was the photographer and kind of co-director of the mentorship program. Um, she 
as a part of the program, we were given a photo shoot, a photo shoot opportunity with Kate. Um, and these beautiful photos can be used anywhere, which is just such um, a, a valuable resource um, because usually something like that would cost uh, quite a lot. And as disabled people, our costs already go to maintaining a good state of life. Um, and she was just so generous with her time, um, as well as uh, Lisa Snyder, who gave me um, social media coaching sessions. And um, we also, uh, she came from a classical kind of a jazz background as well. And we talked a lot about how it's, it's difficult to make that shift and to take yourself seriously and think like, yes, this is what I do now. I'm, uh, I'm authentic in, in my craft. Um, and again, Siobhan McGinnity, who um, spearheaded all of this and organized um, uh, the art exhibition um, around the mental performances and uh, playing field series, who are a group of dancers. And they will be responding to some of our songs live and interpreting it into movement, which is just an opportunity that I've never had before. I guess we should tell people about the event then, shouldn't we? It's called Amplify, celebrating deaf yes. and disabled music makers, and it's going to be on at the on the 8th of May in Collingwood Yards in Melbourne. Yes. And yes. Some, some of the musicians, besides the wonderful Irene Zong, who we're listening to now, we also have uh, Alan Bartlett, Carmen Robinson, Chris Wright, Eliza Hull, and Luna Vexer. With Art by uh, Brittany Long, Cameron Murphy, Brendan Harwood, Tamar Dolly, Celeste Potter, and Playing Field Series, the dancers you were just talking about. So that sounds yes. really thrilling if you're in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come along, please. Before you go, is there anything that mm -hmm. important that you would really like listeners to know? Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for having me. Firstly, I this was... Uh, an awesome opportunity and as for listeners thank you for tuning in and I think um, something I would like you all to know is that uh, yes disabilities can be invisible and I would say don't be afraid of making a social faux pas just when you meet someone maybe you say maybe just ask if they have any access requirements mm -hmm. and um, I also stream free concerts on Sunday mornings at uh, Twitch which is an online platform um, and my username is crowns and birds as in crowns and then the letter N and birds so you can also catch me there if you would like that sounds great sounds like a really <laughs> fun way to, to access your your concerts okay well, good luck with it and um, thank you so mm -hmm. much for talking to me today trip to the bottom of the lake to go and drown all the pictures that I take when you're looking away and you don't hear me say I'm missing you and everything you do I mumble quietly whatever I have to say my arms were tired so I let you get away all I can say And now I lie awake I'm missing you And everything you do You are listening to the Only Human Podcast 
Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. Love community media? You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.